And now, the BC Food and Wine Radio Network presents Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. Don't you know, don't you know, things have changed, things are going everyone and welcome to today's show. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, we're fighting back. We're standing strong uh, at the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Uh, Casey, do you have a routine? You have to have a routine. Is there something you're doing yes, every day? Yes, you have to. First of yeah. all, you have to put your shoes on. Okay. Yeah. Number and one. You know, you know what we're talking about at our house, whether we're going to wear hard pants or soft pants to, uh, during the day. <laughs> <laughs> Like, sorry, I got that from my daughter. I have no idea the difference between hard pants and soft pants. <laughs> well, but, I'm going to uh, go for the soft pants yeah. just by the sounds of it. They uh, sound we, like pajamas, actually. Yeah. we got a great show today. We're actually heading around the province. Uh, we'll be in the Okanagan. We'll be over on uh, in Mill Bay on Vancouver Island, and we'll be in the uh, downtown uh, east side of Vancouver uh, uh, as well, talking to different people about how they're coping. Uh, with COVID-19 and some of the great stuff that's going on and that you are able to do. Uh, Tim Turk joins us from Unsworth, where we're going to have a little chat about uh, Charme de Lille, which is a uh, a sparkling wine made on Vancouver Island by many different wineries, but it, it's all called Charme de Lille. It's a different take by each winery, but I think great concept. Uh, Casey Tony Holler, uh, well, we know he's got a new new grandson. Uh, yes, he does. He has. Or child. I'm not sure which. I guess we'll find out. Uh, so that'll be fun. And we'll talk about what's going on at Poplar Grove. They got a new release with Pinot Gris. And uh, Casey David Robertson from Dirty Atron is back on the show. He is. And along with the city of Vancouver and Vancouver Community College, he is cooking up they're cooking like fiends providing meals for frontline workers at vgh st paul's and the downtown east side okay so all that and more coming up uh, next on the show and also uh we've got a few announcements too about what we've been doing wines we've been tasting and uh all that will wrap it up in a bow at the end of the show so that you uh, have all the info you need on food and wine this week I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The BC wine industry is all about people. People crafting products with passion. Save On Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards, plus there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save On Foods locations. For special offers in-store and online, visit saveonfoods.com wine. Finhorn Creek Vineyards is now offering you the exclusive opportunity to take advantage of free shipping when you place an order purchasing over six bottles. Send wine to someone you love to show them you're thinking of them this season. Now, while their tasting bar remains closed, their award-winning Miradoro restaurant is offering takeout, so you can experience the flavors of Tinhorn from the comfort of your home. Online and telephone orders are also available for curbside pickup. For the latest updates, please visit tinhorn.com. Calling all winemakers, craft brewers, cider makers, or artisan distillers. Canada's first wine village is coming, and you could be a part of it. 
Located at the gateway to Canada's wine capital in Oliver, the village provides turnkey low-capital production facilities that are available for lease starting now. But with space for only 16 artists and producers, the time to act is now to be part of history and start crafting your unique story. To learn more, visit districtwinevillage.com. The upper bench of BC's Similkameen Valley, a special place that's the source of some of Canada's best wines. Here, nestled in a sun-laden stony corner of the mountains, you'll find Clos Ole Winery. And even though now's not the time to physically explore the Similkameen, you can still get a taste of it. Clos Ole blends age-old Bordeaux varieties and a unique Similkameen minerality into elegant, age-worthy, distinctively terroir-driven wines. Available online at clodisole.ca with free shipping to your doorstep now on all orders. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Boy, do we want to dance with somebody, but we've got a dancer on the line, I think. Uh, (laughs) Our good friend Tony Holler, he's, uh, of course, uh, one of the co-owners and president over at Poplar Grove. Dr. Holler, how are you today? I am fine, thank you very much. That's good to hear. I think I want to start with your workers. We've been talking a lot about frontline workers. Wineries have frontline workers, too, that work in the vineyard. What's the update from you? Well, you know, I mean, when you look at all the frontline workers from the healthcare workers to anybody, uh, you know, who's associated with food services, uh, police, it goes on and on and on. You know, uh, God, we, we have to be incredibly grateful that people do these jobs because they are taking risks, although they're being very careful there are risks, and uh, and so you know uh, you know we we need to give a big applaud and a big thank you to all those people who stand between us and the public, which is yeah, uh, which is sure really really important. And and I think it's it's super important to respect the health guidelines, you know, in keeping distances, all those sorts of things, because that's that's the only thing that's keeping them safe. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, how about you? You're expecting some frontline workers. Well, how's that working out so far? When when is that going to happen? Well, they were supposed to arrive at the beginning uh, of uh, March. They now are arriving uh, at the farm on May 2nd. They're in quarantine in Vancouver currently. The federal government has flown them by charter flight to British Columbia. They now are spending 14 days in quarantine, and then they will be brought up um uh, uh, to us now. Yeah. Sorry, these are specialists. These are specialized uh, Mexican farm workers, right? Who work in the vineyards that we're talking about. Yeah, they're they're even more than farm workers. They're vineyard workers, so they understand yeah. the vineyards. They understand how to prune. And you know, I I know there's a lot of people saying, well, why aren't we out going hiring just the general public who are out of work? And I think the general public isn't understanding that this is highly skilled work, and if you do it wrong. It affects the ultimate crop, the quality of the crop, and all these things. And so um, if you look at our agricultural um, community, not just vineyards, more and more of the people working in our our food production services are Mexican and come up here to to really put food on the table for the rest of us. And, And another group we have to be incredibly grateful to. Yes, absolutely. And, um... 
You took ownership of the restaurant at Poplar Grove this past October, and, you know, you were ready to reopen. <laughs> oh, my Great goodness. Great timing. <laughs> the, the best laid plan. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. Uh, so, so, so we did take ownership of the restaurant. We've done a bunch of renovations, and obviously we haven't opened. Um, but one of the things we've done is we've moved to – online food ordering phone you can phone in for food ordering we have all sorts of variety of foods from freshly cooked meals to frozen meals uh to cookies to everything and and um you can come to the winery and pick those things up um obviously the winery is closed as well and so uh in terms of buying wine you can order it by phone you can uh you can do it uh, uh obviously over the internet uh and yeah. email services so there's a lot of ways of getting our wine and what we've done is for people who order over six bottles we ship for free so okay. uh you know those are just things to help people uh get access given that our our winery um, you know, our, 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 you know, the, the tasting room is basically closed. Yeah. Now, Tony, you, you, you were uh, sitting around all winter with the crew and you came up with a name called the restaurant at Poplar Grove winery. <laughs> <laughs> I know why you did it. Maybe you could explain that. I think it's, I think it's a good name. It, you know what? It's simplicity. I remember, this is a great story. I, I, I remember after Swiss Airlines had that terrible disaster in New York where they flew into the ocean, um, yeah. I was sitting on a plane coming back from Zurich with a young Canadian guy, a, a young sort of, you know, marketing branding guy. And I said, uh, what do you do? And he goes, I work for this uh, very famous Canadian uh, branding marketing company. And I go, oh, and, and, and what were you doing in Switzerland? He goes, we had to rebrand Swiss Airlines. And <laughs> Wow. And and so he go. I go. Well, how did you rebrand them? And he goes, We just call it Swiss now. We don't say Swiss Airlines. We, it just has Swiss. In. And I said, You guys probably got paid a big buck for doing that. And he goes, Oh yeah, we got paid a lot. So we're we're keeping it simple. The restaurant at Poplar Grove. Yeah, but but it is attached to the winery now, and I think that's part of the plan, right? That it's part of the family, and and it works better exactly. for you. I think. Yeah. Tony, you've got uh, so, a new grandson, and you've now got more grandchildren than you have sons. I know. I just had my fifth grandson, Ethan, who's a month old, and uh, so he's number five. So obviously we're super excited, although everybody's been self-isolating. So we mainly see pictures of him and occasionally see him from a distance, Aww. but uh, not able to hold him or anything like that uh, for now. So, I'd like to uh, see... I want to see all five of them in the vineyard with pruning shears, uh, you know, by the time they're six. <laughs> I had my, my, my two-year-old was actually out with me and my son in the vineyard. We were doing some inspections and stuff like that. And he wanted to get a pair of clippers in his hand because we had clippers in our hand as we were trimming some stuff. So, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. And, you know. Uh, there's no greater joy than uh, you know this uh, these these kids yeah. right there. They're a lot of fun, and uh, we spend a lot of time with them. Uh, yeah, generally, not right now, not so much, but in general, we have we spend a lot of time with them. Yes. Okay, uh, we want to buy some wine. So you've yeah. got a new uh, release. We have a new release of Pinot Gris, and I can tell you, it won't disappoint. Uh, Stefan has got 
the uh, the making of Pinot Gris down to a fine science. I actually just had a bottle of it a few days ago, and I'm going, wow. I mean, he he that winemaking team has got that Pinot Gris down to such a fine science that you know it never disappoints. So okay. very you know very excited about that. And how about the rosé? Is it ready to go or? It's ready to go as well. So I, I, they were just recently bottling rosé, and uh, so it's ready to go. And again, I have to say they they know what they're doing in that in that winery in the production facility. They're where they're doing a great job. Yeah. So uh, people, uh, of course, you got the wine club going. How do people order wine that maybe aren't in the wine club? Do they need to join the wine club now, or is it just online? How does it working? They they can send us an email. They can yep. go online to our website, or they can phone the uh, the winery oh, directly. And like all that. those ways, we then we then will ship the wine. And as I mentioned, if you order six bottles or more, we ship it for free. Okay, I like that. Hey, by the way, we're speaking with uh, Dr. Tony Holler. He's the owner and president of Poplar Grove. And you can check out all this at poplargrove.ca uh, when you're either thinking about ordering food i love that frozen food i wish i lived up there i guess it'll melt before i get it in vancouver but uh, <laughs> yeah it sounds good to me uh so tony we've been asking people what they th- uh, you know one of the things i liked uh, this week was dr bonnie was talking about maybe relaxing the rules a little bit but she was looking to industry and i'm wondering whether people in the okanagan are thinking you know globally together about how they might be able to reopen and, and stick to the rules yeah so, so we are we are talking internally about how we would open, but we have to do it safely and, yeah. and completely sticking to the rules. And so, you know, the restaurants are talking about how how you might only uh, have a, a, a fraction of the number of tables you have generally. You know, yep. how do you monitor the staff? How do you monitor your guests? Like, obviously, you don't want people who have a fever serving you or coming into the restaurant. Um, unfortunately, what I haven't heard is that there is a um, uh, an availability of these for testing, and and I'm hoping that that uh, we hear that we'll be able to start testing our staff and all those sorts of things because obviously we don't want to we don't want to get ahead of ourselves, uh, open up and then create a big problem. So I think we have to be cautious about that. But, you know, it does look like in British Columbia, we're seeing a flattening of that curve, the number of new cases going down, the number of deaths going down, all that sort of stuff. So we seem to be going in the right direction. So we need to continue that. So we we shouldn't do anything reckless. And and we have to follow what the health authorities are recommending. And, you know, it's that... even when we open up a little bit, it's still going to be the basis is going to be social distancing, uh, yep. basically hand washing, uh, all, all those sorts of things, common sense things are going to be critically important, not just for our staff, but uh, for, um, you know, for guests as well. Yeah. You know, we have our staff really well trained because we do. You can pick up wine at the winery. So we have them trained on on all the cleaning of the surfaces after everyone co- any one person comes so everything yep. is completely cleaned and so in in house we're good the question is how do we expand that when we get more general public cuz now we only well, allow yeah. one person in at a time 
Yes. I, I, I've been reading, it's an unproven test, but I've been reading about a test that says if you drink an entire case of BC uh, VQA wine, uh, that you probably don't have COVID-19. So that's a good way to <laughs> test yourself. Well, you know, I, I'm just, just as an example, I'm perfectly healthy and I am uh, drinking a fair amount of wine every evening. So there may be something to it. Maybe. <laughs> Tony, uh, we've and got... Plus, I, you know, I'm not as worried as most people. Yes. We've got to let you go now. And I would like you to um, give a special hello to Barb holding down the I fort will. with you. Oh, absolutely. I will, will definitely pass on your good wishes. And I want to pass my good wishes on to your listeners and, and to you and... Tell people stay healthy and follow those medical guidelines. Yes. Yeah, and we're we're. I think we'll be telling them to stay home for the long weekend so that uh, everything goes smoothly up in the Okanagan. Yeah, it's it, it's too early to plan these trips. Um, you know, and and you know, as I mentioned, Penticton has been relatively uh, free uh, of the coronavirus. But, you know, that can change quickly with an inundation of visitors to the Penticton yeah. area. I think it's just too early. Yep. We'll uh, buy online for now and uh, and uh, beat it that way. Thanks, Tony, and uh, our best to everyone up there. We hope to see you soon in person. Uh, we'd love to see you. All the best. Stay healthy. Thank okay. you. Tony Haller you uh, from poplargrovewinery.ca, poplargrove.ca, and you can uh, look at everything they have to offer online, both food and wine, uh, from the restaurant and the winery. You're listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll catch up with David Robertson from the Dirty Apron Cooking School. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Black Hills Estate Winery invites you to raise a glass with them this spring to celebrate the start of their 20th anniversary season. They're offering free shipping when you place an order, purchasing six bottles or more so you can experience some of their new spring releases, like their elegant Chardonnay and Carmenere, while relaxing at home. Check in with them at blackhillswinery.com to find the latest news. And for more information, make sure to like them on Facebook or follow them on Instagram. Cullman, a family estate winery, reminds you that it's time to join the 2020 Fellowship and reap the rewards. Cullman's Fellowship not only brings people together through their love of Cullman's wines, it also features exclusive benefits only available to members, like access to the number series, Cullman's small lot program, as well as unreleased library and rare wines from their portfolio. For details, visit culmina.ca. Culmina Family Estate Winery, creating wines of excellence through the blending of art and science. Hillside Winery is here to serve you, BC. We're now offering free shipping across the province on all orders of six bottles or more. Let Hillside deliver direct to your doorstep and give you one less thing to tick off your shopping list. If you're a local, ordering online for pickup is easy and hassle-free. Hillside will happily box up your wines and have them ready and waiting for you. We're all hunkering down and preparing for weeks of social distancing. Hillside is here to make it just a little bit easier. Find us online at hillsidewinery.ca. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the B 
ABC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, our next guest is uh, famous for having a dirty apron. Uh, and you know what? They may be temporarily closed, but I think his apron's dirtier than ever. We're uh, happy to catch up with him, though, and chat to David Robertson. He's the owner of the Dirty Apron Cooking School. David, how are you? I'm uh, doing as well as I can be during these yeah. times. Yeah. And you're uh, still cooking a lot. Yeah. You know, uh, four weeks ago, we had to lay pretty much 90% of our staff off. And two days later, I was approached by the city in conjunction with VCC College to uh, produce a 1,000 meals a week for those living in SROs and the homeless, which is keeping us certainly busy. Uh, we're doing that six days a week. And uh, we have a team of volunteers. I brought back one of my other chefs. And now it's been going up to about 1,500 to 1,800 meals that we've been doing wow. for a week. That is unbelievable. And uh, so the city's uh, putting up some money. Are they going to have enough money to keep it all going? Well, that's the thing. Right now it goes week to week. So I usually find out on a Thursday what the next week looks like. Um, but there's been so many generous people calling back. Like We did meals last week for Vancouver General Hospital. And then yeah. some of the doctors and nurses wanted to give back. And they actually donated back to the cause we were doing. So there's, wow. there's a lot of good going around, too, right now. And um, I, I like to call it survival food right now. Restaurants are doing this so we can survive the times, so we can be yeah. back up and running. And we're doing it to help those out in the city that don't know where their next meal is coming from. And well, what does it cost? List. What's yeah. it costing per meal? So what it's costing right now is $6 a meal. So at this point, like nobody's making money, but it get, allows a little bit of room to keep a program going, maybe offset a few different uh, costs that take place within a business. Um, as I said, we're doing it with a team of volunteers, and um, you know we also have to respect the whole social distancing. So there's only so much that you can put out, but um, so we're doing everything. As a business owner, I'm getting the the food prep. I did two deliveries this morning to uh, two senior homes in the downtown east side. We've partnered up with Holway House, and their whole thing is to help seniors in the downtown east side that are in self-isolation that can't get out. They don't have right. grocery stores around them. They can't get their meals. So they're a little bit fearful. So it's just uh, a sense of peace when they see the meals come in each day. Um, wow. Our goal is to uh, tackle a new building once a week right now. David, you're going to make me cry here. Uh, look, we've got lots of we've got lots of listeners. Uh, if they want to buy meals, how how can they do that? Can they give buy ten meals and send you seventy bucks, or how does that work? Absolutely, they can go right onto Dirty Aprons uh, landing page on our website. We have uh, meals that can be purchased, and then if people want a tax receipt, we also have a link there to Holway House. That does it. So I actually had a customer who's been a longtime fan of Dirty Apron. She called this week. She goes, I want to donate $20,000 wow. to provide the tax receipt. I said, wow, that's going to take care of two to three weeks of meals. So we've seen everything from young teenagers saying, I'm going to buy a meal. I'm going to buy one to corporate companies putting in five, ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000. So it's, 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 it's great to see the hearts of the city in action at this time. 
and mm-hmm. uh, just kind of linking arms. And it, it might be a fearful thing, but it's also an exciting thing to to see this. Like chefs are not cooking food to try to prepare a five-course tasting menu. We are cooking the best food we can with what we have, and that's why I'm calling it survival food right now. Wow. That's <laughs> that's breathtaking, man. It's fantastic. And, you know, it's, it's really difficult um, for people distributing food because the numbers are down so much, and they say that, that um, they've got to work hard because the farmers have grown all these things and there's not enough people to use them with the restaurants closed. It, yeah, there's never a time where restaurateurs have to be thinking so outside the box, being creative. Um, you, you're really doing everything. If you ran a restaurant and you were running it before and you had 10 staff to do certain jobs, well, you're the one person doing everything. And so you get through the day, you wake up the next morning, you look at the day. Everything is so day-to-day right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anybody out there in the restaurant world is saying, oh, I, I'm, I'm crushing it right now. I'm, I'm really having the best time. Right now, our goal is to be back in business for customers and do our best to offset some of the costs. Um, because restaurants, as you know, and cooking schools such as us and delis and cafes we're such a community we're we're little hubs for people in the city and so our clients and customers they've become our biggest fans during this Mm -hmm. time and it's overwhelming Uh, love yeah david uh okay so people can help out they can go to the website and get involved in buying some meals and i love the idea of people actually giving you big bags of money so maybe we have some super rich listeners who can help out. And we know that not everybody can, so you don't have to feel like that. But some people have the resources, and that's who, uh, you know, we're all trying to uh, tap into. But maybe to keep you going, David, I, I would mention your uh, your second cookbook, Gather, a Dirty Apron Cookbook. How's that? I know you had the number one seller with the first one. Yeah, this has become a number one seller. People have a lot more time to on their hands and reading books and one thing i've been posting on my instagram is dirty apron at home and people can catch me cooking with my family pulling little things out of my fridge just kind of really organic style cooking and of course purchase the cookbook which can really help out during this time and for all those that are in quarantine and not going out they're realizing they can't cook <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, i know when we're back we'll we'll have cooking classes loaded up and ready for everybody <laughs> yes you're re- so you great. will really be busy when that happens and Absolutely. Um, um, David, there's a new something coming soon a Vancouver Food Coalition. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, that's a little bit of a couple of restaurants coming together with that Shambar up the street being one. And once again, there's some generous donors on board. And we're just trying to feed the city. We're, we're trying to provide lunches. There's a big uh, need for breakfasts as well. And um, there will be more about that coming out next week. We'll be part of that. So every week is new. And really, it does come down to the funding. The city can only fund so much during this time. And so we're looking for generous hearts and generous people that feel, you know what? I want to buy a meal for somebody in need. And so they can kind of go on to some of the websites, Dirty Apron included, um, and just start purchasing meals and helping people out. 
Yeah. David, uh, you know, we have the same conversation every day in our house. What are we going to have for dinner? And, you know, we're, we're, we're not lost for ideas, but I'm wondering whether you could suggest a simple dinner that anybody could whip up at home with what's, you know, available in, in their supermarket or whatever, instead of, you know, the time of the year. What, what, what should people be eating or trying to cook at home? Okay, I did a video a couple of weeks ago on the Instagram, and people loved it, and it was super simple. It took 20 minutes. I got some chicken thighs. I seared them in the pan, and then, then I put a little bit of coconut cream on top, slowly braised them, and I whisked in some miso, and then I finished it with some beautiful Thai basil at the end, and I had some steamed rice. Everything was done uh, start to finish in 20 minutes. It was okay. fantastic meal. My wife was like, you have to make that one again. There you <laughs> go. Three ingredients, miso, coconut, chicken, and rice, four that's ingredients. Great, great and uh, I think that that's because there's somebody in your family that does a lot of Thai cooking. Yeah, well, my sister-in-law is Thai, and she's taught me to uh, do my best to be uh, pretty Thai for a white guy. <laughs> 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 so I pull those recipes out every now and then. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Uh, well, David, uh, it's so great to talk to you, and I, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I have to tell you, I'm overwhelmed with what you're doing. Uh, I know you've always uh, been uh, a front and center guy, but this is fantastic. And if we can help out at all and get some of our listeners to pitch in and uh, uh, donate some dough and buy some dinners for uh, people who really need it, uh, we'll do our best to do that, and we'll uh, we'll try and get some of that up on our on our uh, social med- uh, social feeds too, so that uh, we can keep it going. I appreciate that so much, guys. I really and you do. know what, David, you're really fortunate to have your cookbooks out because all the publishers have put all the books on hold now. Nothing will be coming out until the fall, even though the books have been printed. So it's really tough times for everybody. It is. And you know what? But our industry is resilient. It and, is resilient. You know, we, we, I've talked to, with many chef owners, many restaurateurs, and what they do, it's, it's a labor of love and it's a passion. And a lot of people started restaurants without the big dreams to try to make as much money as possible. They did it because they loved it. And we will bounce back and this industry will be stronger and we'll learn from these times. Things will be a little bit different. But we are resilient people and we will get through this time. And I'm looking forward to when we're back in restaurants. We're gathering, yeah. we're yes. hanging out, and we're doing cooking classes. And restaurants are local. Sometimes we we never we, we don't even think about it, but you know the the vast majority of them are local. You know they're Absolutely. in your neighborhood. So, and the best uh, thing thanks. some of your supporters can do is just support those mom and pop places when we're back up and running. Yes, Absolutely. yeah. David Robertson, uh, by the way, the cookbook is Gather, a Dirty Apen cookbook. You can find that online on Amazon, I'm sure, or anywhere you can buy cookbooks for $38.99. That would help David out so that he can help thousands of other people out by serving thousands of meals a week. Uh, DirtyApron.com uh, is where you go to donate the dough. David, keep it up. Uh, get some sleep. We don't need you uh, uh, falling ill. We need you strong and uh, up front. Will do, guys. And all the best. Stay safe, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. Thank right you. On. Thank you. Take care. Uh, wow. That's impressive. Hard to top that. David Robertson, owner of the Dirty Apron Cooking School. Uh, we have to take a quick break, Casey, but we're going to be back. And uh, uh, Actually, we're going over to Vancouver Island. We're going to catch up with Tim Turk and talk to uh, him about Unsworth Wines. You're listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. 
There's more to come. This is the VC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The BC wine industry is all about people. People crafting products with passion. Save on Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards. Plus, there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save on Foods locations. For special offers in-store and online, visit saveonfoods.com wine. Mount Boucherie Estate Winery regretfully announces that due to recent developments, all on-site operations at the winery will cease for the foreseeable future. The health and safety of customers and staff are paramount, and therefore, they will be delaying the opening of their new facilities until further notice. The online store will remain open, with free shipping for orders of six bottles or more, and pickup will be available from the wine shop in West Kelowna. For more information and updated developments, please visit mtboucherie.com. Tony Holler, owner of Poplar Grove Winery. At Poplar Grove, every day on the Naramata bench is a journey to create fantastic wines. We couldn't do it without our dedicated team or the family of wine lovers who gather at our wine club to enjoy the many benefits of membership, like world-class wines delivered to their door and exclusive events at the winery like our wine club barbecue. Join us on the journey to make truly great wines. Visit us at poplargrove.ca. Poplar Grove, available at private fine wine stores. Please enjoy responsibly. Springtime at Spirit Ridge Resort means sunshine, lounging poolside, dining, relaxation, and wine tasting. Enjoy the day with horseback riding, wine tours, a round at the on-site golf course, even a relaxing spa treatment. At night, warm up around a cozy fire or do some stargazing. Spirit Ridge has it all. Discover a true wellness-centered oasis in the heart of Canada's only desert at Spirit Ridge Resort in Asuyas and experience like none other. Part of the Unbound Collection by Hyatt. Visit spiritridge.ca. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, we're traveling today virtually, crossing uh, the uh, well, the Strait of Georgia to uh, go to Mill Bay, and we're going to catch up with uh, Tim Turek. He's the proprietor at Unsworth Vineyard in Mill Bay. Tim, how are you today? I'm fine, thanks, uh, Tony. How are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. I I thought spring was here. It's not quite here. Is spring actually happening over on the island? Well, it was until uh, sometime late last night. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it was well needed. This is really the first rain of the month, I believe. So. Yeah. And Tim, we were supposed to be over there a few weeks ago. So sorry to miss that on location. One of our favorite places to go. Yes, no, that that was uh, unfortunate, but uh, obviously uh, unavoidable. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, COVID-19, of course, has touched everybody in the province, no matter what business you're in. Uh, but maybe we just start there with you about what's happening. I know you're you're not wide open, but what, what is the sort of current situation uh, at Unsworth for people who either want to eat or drink or buy wine? Yeah, right. We had uh, spent a lot of the winter planning for some uh, pretty significant upgrades in our guest experience with tastings and tours and, and the restaurant. And, um, of course, that's all on hold. So, uh for the past uh, five or six weeks, we have been uh, uh, doing uh, takeout 
orders at the restaurant, a somewhat limited menu, uh, but recently opened up our pizza oven as well to add pizza to the selection. Yeah. And so that's uh, open Friday till Sunday, and we may expand it to a few more days depending on how this week goes. Yeah, I get hungry on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday yeah, right. too, and so. No, I know. So it's a, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a bit of an experiment, but uh, but it has been picking up as people realize that it is available. Yeah. And, and uh, the tasting in the tasting room now is virtually online, I guess. But uh, so what I can buy, you'll send, or I can pick up. Is that how it goes? Or that's right. Uh, all the orders uh, are online, or if somebody shows up, we can do it that way too, without uh, without contact. But uh, people who would uh, prefer to pick up or, or uh, do smaller than one case uh, shipments can come to the winery uh, or order online, and we're free shipping mm-hmm. pretty much everywhere. What does that cost you to downtown Vancouver, Tim? It's probably $15 a case, something in that range. Okay. Could you send some smoky seafood chowder with my order? <laughs> wow. We've that's... had quite a few of those requests. I'll bet. It's a great chowder recipe. It's a great, you know, Unsworth, we're, I think that we're only really discovering, we say we, I think the public's only first really discovering you over here on uh, Vancouver, although you have had a presence here, you seem to have a strong distribution presence now, but uh, Vancouver Island has really managed to uh, chisel out a spot now, it was a slow start, but uh, the whole Cowichan thing and everything that's going on uh, in your region is pretty exciting, Uh, are you pretty happy with the way it's now starting to expand? Uh, yes, I am. I think in the last uh, couple of years, uh, everybody has pretty much cottoned on to the idea that, that we are a, a region and everybody here is up their game and there's more to offer. And, of course, there's always been the numerous other things to do in the couch and valley other than wine. But, uh, but yeah, I'm really pleased the way that has all gone. And this is this little setback, hopefully it's... Uh, it is just a very temporary setback. Uh, should we join that wine club now, too? Is that a good thing when we're ordering, or is, is that a does that make it easier or better? Or? Yes, it does. We've we've uh, gone strictly to uh, online orders for the wine club, so that people can register, and that's it. It's very simple after that, and uh, they do get a further ten percent discount on the on the wine. And um, we do have some uh, currently have some special pricing as well just through this uh, this weird period. So it's uh, it, it's a good idea to join the club if you want to order online wine from yeah. Unsworth. <laughs> uh, we're speaking with Tim Turek. He's the proprietor over at Unsworth Vineyard. Uh, Tim, uh, I want to talk a little bit about what you're releasing. In, in particular, maybe you could walk us through quickly, I guess, uh, about the sparkling wine program. Uh, these island wines, these uh, Charme de Lille, it's a, it's a fantastic idea. And how, how is that uh, going for you? Well, it's going well. It's uh, it is our single most popular wine, the Charme de Lille, and and we introduced the Charme Rosé as well uh, a year or so ago, and uh, and that's going well. You know, they're a style of uh, sparkling wine that that you can drink anytime and all the time and whatever it is, and uh, so that's that's good. We also have the Cuvée de Lille, the uh, more serious. Uh, yeah, the serious one. Yeah. Well, would and, we uh, say the other ones are sort of prosecco-like or like? Yes, it's exactly. sort of late afternoon exactly. sippers, and you know, Tim, that's all I'm drinking is sparkling wine. Since COVID <laughs> started, that's all I'm drinking. Oh wow! Well, maybe that's why our sales have spiked. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, she's drinking all day too, so that's a lot. 
<laughs> I know. As I mentioned, my son-in-law said the best thing about the coronavirus is a happy hour starts at 1 p.m. Yes, right. Yeah, I, I can see that in uh, the blue boxes in my lane. Uh, usually I have the biggest blue box every week, but uh, I'm being outpaced by many of my neighbors now, so I don't know if I should worry I about that or not. Everybody's talking about drinking wine every day that I speak with, and I always ask them, you know, what are you drinking? And it's it's really interesting. It's I don't know. It's I think sales when things get back to normal, I think they're probably going to keep up that habit. It'll be after yeah, I work think though. That would be the one benefit of this that uh, you know some of the uh, the customers that have have zeroed in on the uh, local wines now that that maybe weren't uh, so familiar with them before will will stay around. Yeah. So. Uh, well, we know that uh, Mother Nature waits for no one. Uh, what's happening over in your vineyard, and where are you at? Uh, is there new developments or just uh, the usual growing season? What's happening? Yeah. Uh, well, it's uh, you know April was a was a very good uh, month up until the days for growing, and uh, the dandelions are certainly in full bloom. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, we've uh, mulched the uh, the prunings from the, the pruning over the winter yep. into the rows um, with our flailmore, and uh, bud break is is well underway, uh, uh, including the Pinot Gris and Pinot Noir, which is this is probably a week or two earlier than last year. And um, our uh, vineyard manager, Andrew, has a, uh, a new program that he started up uh, three years ago. Now, this is the third year into it, trying to enhance our great uh, quality and yield here in our own vineyard uh, with an emphasis on um, conservation and sustainability. So we have been uh, composting all our harvest pressings and and uh, wine tank lees, etc., and, and mixing it with manure from our neighbor's farm and wood chips and our yard trimmings and uh we compost we uh, the compost is tented all winter and uh, and starts to uh to ferment away and and now we're turning it every week and uh, next month we'll be spreading in the vineyard so this will be the third year of that and we notice it's great for uh, uh weed su- suppression but also re- putting back the nutrients back into the soil of course do you ever well, have a problem with animals with uh um, composting deer, deer is the the biggest thing but it's it is behind fencing and that so no we haven't really uh noticed uh that I, that, that was a, definitely a concern that was pointed out to us before we started but it's uh, it hasn't proved to be any real issue so uh, you've gone from fishing to farming uh, you just love the tough jobs eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i seem to but uh actually fishing seemed easy compared to this no bad what but then ex- I was much younger, so. <laughs> what do you expect we'll be doing this summer if there's some relaxing of the rules? Yes, well, that's that's interesting. We're kind of waiting for uh, a little more clarification from Dr. Bonnie and et cetera. Yes. Uh, but, yeah. uh, you know, we're we're thinking that, that it will be a gradual steps back into uh, normality, but uh, maybe even not getting to back to normal this year. So we've... Uh, Luckily, in the, like in the restaurant, we do have the indoor and outdoor, and we can actually probably seat 50 people with uh, lots Distancy. of room between tables and things like that, and we'd have to figure yeah. out how to minimize the contact between people and guests and staff. Um, the same in the tasting room. We do have extra room um, uh, on the patio if, if that's uh, yeah 
something that will be allowed. But uh, yeah, it's, it seems like wineries have a little more room than the average restaurant too, like with right. patios and all that. So perhaps yeah. they could lead the way. But I know that Dr. Bonnie said something really interesting this week that she's waiting for uh, some suggestions or some ideas from the community too, from from businesses. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering whether. Uh, you know, the associations are getting together and maybe doing some joint planning to say, well, this is what we can do. This is how we can offer it. So that would be nice. Yeah, right. Well, I know that BCWI is uh, is, is uh, canvassing people for for information on, on how things are affecting them, what would help them and all that sort of stuff. And uh, Yeah. So I'm sure we'll uh, we'll get to some point there. But, you know, it's it's, it is going to be new, and there will be some restrictions that will make it a little more difficult. But uh, anyway, that's uh, that's where we're at right now, and I guess we're not different than any other industry. So yeah, well, Tim, uh, great to get a quick uh, uh, you know a quick update from you about uh, Unsworth and what's happening uh, on the island. Uh, for our listeners, of course, you go to unsworthvineyard.com and you can order these wines online. You can have a look at that great takeout menu if you're on the island. Uh, which could be expanded in the next few days to other nights. Now it's Friday to Sunday. But, uh, well, we we wish you well. Please give our best to Dan Wright, uh, winemaker Dan Wright, and uh, we can't wait to get back up there as soon as we can. I know that we're going to uh, try and uh, pull off our grape escape uh, whenever they let us move around uh, as well as you. I hope we get to see you before too long. And uh, yeah. I will say hi to Dan. He's busy on the line bottling another batch of charm right now as we speak. okay tell him to send me something to taste okay very good we'll do <laughs> okay tim thanks okay, uh tim turek he's the proprietor at unsworth vineyards and you can check them out at unsworthvineyards.com online they really have a great takeout menu and uh, they did a great job expanding their restaurant and then got caught with this COVID 19 so i hope we can uh drum up some business at least in takeout to keep them going you're listening to the bc food and wine radio network i'm tony gizmondi i'm casey wilson and we'll be right back casey and i'll talk a little bit about uh, what's happening with covid what changes might be uh, happening around the province in the next few months there's more to come this is the bc food and wine radio network presented in part by wines of british columbia at save on foods the upper bench of BC's Similkameen Valley, a special place that's the source of some of Canada's best wines. Here, nestled in a sun-laden stony corner of the mountains, you'll find Clos de Soleil Winery. And even though now's not the time to physically explore the Similkameen, you can still get a taste of it. Clos de Soleil blends age-old Bordeaux varieties and a unique Similkameen minerality into elegant, age-worthy, distinctively terroir-driven wines. Available online at clodesoleil.ca with free shipping to your doorstep now on all orders. Have the extraordinary organic wines of Summerhill Pyramid Winery in the pristine Okanagan Valley delivered to your door. When you become an organic ambassador, a portion of every purchase you make at Summerhill goes back into your account, which you can use towards future purchases anytime. Share the love with your friends to earn even more credits. Find out more about Summerhill Pyramid Winery's organic ambassador program and order online by visiting summerhill.bc.ca. Come and get married in the land of Ing at Watermark Beach Resort in Asuyas. 
beachfront on Osuyas Lake, Canada's warmest lake. One stop for all your wedding dreams. Gorgeous lakefront suites at Watermark Beach Resort for you, your family, and your friends. Farm-to-table South Okanagan cuisine. Dining and whining, laughing and celebrating deep in wine country. <laughs> Connect today. Weddings at watermarkbeachresort.com. Finhorn Creek Vineyards is now offering you the exclusive opportunity to take advantage of free shipping when you place an order purchasing over six bottles. Send wine to someone you love to show them you're thinking of them this season. Now, while their tasting bar remains closed, their award-winning Miradoro restaurant is offering takeout, so you can experience the flavors of Tinhorn from the comfort of your home. Online and telephone orders are also available for curbside pickup. For the latest updates, please visit tinhorn.com. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Welcome back to the BC Can't Food and Wine this. Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Great, no, you, great. You, you, Choice of music from Anissa. You can't touch it. You just can't touch it. And uh, that's what we were going to mention today, maybe what things, what we thought things would look like down the road. Uh, let's start with the National Wine Awards. I, At the moment, I cannot see myself in a room with 30 of my friends uh, spitting and tasting exactly. a thousand wines. And, uh, you know, one of my jobs, because I'm in, I'm the chief uh, cook, is uh, no one wants to do it, is to get out in that room and pick up those spit buckets and dump them into larger buckets, and then they get, you know, dealt with in the back. But So it sounds like you're going to you be postponing that. Being an, being an epidemiologist and oh. uh, and saying to him, well, Doc, what I do is I collect up spit from 30 people and, uh, yeah. So there, there are going to be some changes in the wine business. Maybe personal cups. You'll see. You might see personal spitting cups at wineries instead of just you know a yes. bucket. Yes. Yes. Good uh, idea. Uh, you know, we talked to Tony today. We didn't have time, but you know how he has those pods at Poplar Grove, uh, tasting yes. pods. So maybe they'll close the second and the third one right. and just operate the one and four or get some distance between people. Uh, so th- there'll there'll be big changes in the wine business for sure about the way they do that. But they've uh, that they're e- that's easy for them to do. I mean, they could just have one person at each pod. Yeah, they have the space, and uh, so some of that is uh, normal. But I don't know how these restaurants will do. I I noticed today that some Vancouver restaurants are petitioning the city to get uh, some outdoor space that they don't have on the sidewalk. Yes. To maybe put a couple of deuces outside and then remove them from inside, and then they got two apart outside, and it gives them more room inside. So I, I don't know, but well, I love I, this I don't thing. understand how they'll do it because how are you going to make money if you, if you cut the number of people by half that are coming into your restaurant? Well, half the staff, I don't know. But, of course, the biggest thing is the rent, right? And, yes. Uh, I so think rents are going to have to drop in the we'll city. We'll see, yeah. Commercial Rents. Will you be dropping your rent, Casey, over at your place? <laughs> yeah, right. And I, uh, you know, I think we dodged a bullet, Tony, at the wine festival. I think about all the Italians I hugged, the South Americans, and the French. Honest to goodness, it's unbelievable. Well, you know what, Casey? You could be asymptomatic, though, and not know that you've had it. I could uh, be. So I'm Is looking that what forward. Yeah, I'm looking forward to get the test to know whether I had have had it or not. I haven't been ill at all, but... Uh, you know, uh, you know all that hand pressing, and I I had lunch with a guy who was uh, was in Wuhan, you know, three weeks before. Jeez. So uh, and he's from Italy, <laughs> so that was a double whammy. 
Well, but, I uh, have, so we'll see. I have to tell you, I found the mask that I want. Yeah. And it's uh, it's just perfect. It's plastic, and a hard plastic. It's from Korea. It's the coolest yeah. mask, Tony. It I, sounds you know, frightening. And it's you're not. You can speak. People can hear you. No, but doesn't your doesn't your food bounce off it when you try to put it in your mouth? Or? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, here's a couple things that I have been working on. I want to mention today. Tomorrow we release our uh, our monthly newsletter at Gizmondi Online, and we've got a special. Uh, we're releasing a special video, which uh, was a Zoom call that we've turned into a video. We wanted to try and dress it up and be a little bit better than the standard Zoom call. So that's coming out with Laura Katana. They have been uh, awarded the best brand in the world. We're really proud of this, and we. Uh, uh, we hope that it goes well, but you can't uh, actually see it unless you sign up for our newsletter over at gizmondionwine.com. The other reason you might want to do that, Casey, for you and your friends is we're releasing two lists of 20 wines under $20 from British Columbia, which is no mean feat, believe me, and a 20 wines under $20 from the international wine world. They'll both be inside that newsletter. And for you today, Casey, we released uh, a top 10 BC sparkling wine list on the site that you can look at uh, right now. Uh, Some of your favorite wines are on there, and uh, there's a wine on there that you may not know, but you now, uh, you may know the person who made it, and that is uh, Lightning Rock. That's a new winery in Summerland, relatively new, run by Jordan Kubik and her partner. She worked for... uh, for Christine Coletta over at Okanagan Crush Pad making the original bub wines and sparkling wines. And she's doing a fantastic job. Her father's involved. He's retired and gone back to work in the winery with them and helped the kids out. So it's a really cool story. Uh, there's a bunch of wine on there, including... Uh, Tony, where can I get that wine from the Samil Kameen? Uh, well, that's from Summerland, sorry. But direct from the winery at Lightning Rock, they'll ship it to you. I don't know if there's any in the city at the moment. It's so new. But there might be some in private wine shops. But you can call the winery at Lightning Rock, and they'll tell you. Township 7, Polaris uh, 7 Stars is on that list. Casey, you've had that one. Yes, I've got a bottle uh, in my climatizer, yeah, wine one climatizer. Of my, yeah, one of my favorites is the Fitzpatrick uh, Fitz Blanc de Blanc. What's well, a sensational wine, the 2015. Love that. Tantalist, which makes Riesling uh, sparkling yes. wine. Their, their 2016 brood is sensational. It'll probably live forever. And then uh, the Unsworth Vineyard Cuvée de Lille, which we uh, talked a little bit about today. The 2015 is on that list. Uh, another highly regarded sparkling wine. So as uh, Treve would say, Treve Ring, who writes for us, she says every day is the right day to drink fizz. So. I know. I'm, I'm doing that. But Tony, what about a stopper for champagne? I think uh, everybody should buy one. They're about yeah. $15. Yep, yep. Is you can do that. Uh, you can also, if you're really stuck, when you take the cage off, you can get a cork, just cut it down a bit on the edge, drive the cork in, and put the cage back over the cork, and it'll be fine. Okay, good idea. So, uh, but those champagne corks, you'll never get back into the bottle. Just use a regular cork. Uh, you know what, folks? We're out of time today. A uh, real pleasure to talk to you. I feel very privileged in these times that we have these, this hour, Casey, to uh, talk to uh, people around the province and uh, keep spirits up and keep people looking forward. There's no point in looking back. We, uh, we're we hoping to get back to some normality at some point this year, early next year. I don't know when, but uh, we'll keep... Uh, going at it here on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. And a very big special thanks to our technical producer, Anissa Hetherington, who's working overtime 
dealing with me in my home uh, studio and uh, Casey in the big studio and our guests all around the province. That's it for today. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Have a great weekend. That's it for today's show. Tune in again next week for Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. BC Food and Wine Radio is a TKS West production. Executive producer, Casey Wilson.